Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits podcast. We are really excited that you're here to get weird with us. <laughs> and we're going to have all kinds of you know absurd ideas playing around with magnificent guests. And we're just going to go to places you always wanted to go. But, you know, you couldn't tell mom and dad how you felt about aliens, about channeling. You couldn't say fuck. I'm Ashley Bradley. I am a mom. I am an intuitive business coach. I'm a business psychic and a channel. And I am James Lester. I am an open homosexual. I'm a speaker, a writer. I am a member of the recovery community, and I am a queer activist. Hello. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Surprise. We are here together in person. Like, it's very rare to be like in person next to people. I know the people listening to the podcast are going to be like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> so if you're listening to this. Why did you point at yourself when you said, are you listening to this? If they're listening to this, you can't see you point at yourself. So anyways, <laughs> we're actually in Sedona today. We made the trip out here. Why are we here, Ashley? It is my birthday tomorrow. I turned 37 and it's kind of a miracle. I feel like with my mom life that everything that came together for us to be able to take a trip come back to Sedona which is like I think like the favorite place like if we were gonna have like a top adventure spot you think it's here I feel like we still never get enough time in Sedona because it is so magical and there is so many different spots to explore and Mm. just fall in love with so we're gonna have a few more hours tomorrow to play around for Ashley's birthday super exciting and we haven't seen each other since Halloween yeah that was the last time that we've seen each other in person other than calls and zooms and stream yards very weird phone calls <laughs> at 10 at night <laughs> while she's making food i'm trying to fucking knock the fuck out and i'm like sorry <laughs> my son is waking up now <laughs> and you just hear like what do, you, what do you hear in the background when i have to go to the phone <laughs> Is this when you're in the bathroom or not? <laughs> <laughs> that was only that one time. It's that been I more than one okay. time. Okay. Well, you know what? When you're talking to your best friend, you can pee while you're on the fucking phone. That's like. <laughs> it's it's law. Right? It is part of, I think, <laughs> laws of attraction unwritten. So what are we talking about today? Channeling. All about channeling. And um, I'm excited because I think I've talked about it like multiple times of like my journey of stepping into it and feeling like called into channeling, but it's been very much a reluctant one Mm -hmm. that is kind of actually Mm -hmm. the last time we were in Sedona Mm -hmm. was the first time that I think I realized that I was being called into it. Came out of the closet. I forgot that she came out of the closet to me here in Sedona (laughs) as being a channeler. What is your memory of this? I feel like we have different memories of this then. Because I don't feel like, I think I, my version (laughs) is that it was, what, two years ago and a couple months Mm -hmm. and a month. But we saw Abraham Hicks for the first time in Phoenix. And I, I think I was not as excited about Abraham Hicks, but I was like very open to it. And it was an amazing experience. But then I got really emotional at one point and it hit me and I was like, 
oh, like I just remembered something by being here and witnessing this of somebody doing this in front of this group of people. And I feel like I start to kind of get emotional. I was, I was like, I'm going to be doing something like this. And this is why I'm here. I'm here to witness this. I'm here to feel this. And like, it felt like one of those things that I set up as a rem- remembrance for me to like call my soul back into it. And um, I still feel that same weird feeling of like, I don't know, just acknowledging something. And I'm like, I don't know what it's going to be or what my version is of it. It's going to be something kind of different in my own way. But um, that was like, I think the door opening to it. And like, I would dip in a toe and dip in a toe. I got pregnant. And then I was like, I just didn't want to channel. I didn't want to do anything like that. I was just all about my body. And I feel um, like I just trusted that. And then after a little bit of time went by, I felt really called back to it. Um, and so I've done it mostly in writing form. Um, Lucinda, who we love and has been our guest, has also been one of my spiritual teachers. And so I started to work with her like very briefly on it. Maybe I voice channeled with her once. And then Krista, who is our guest today, Krista Marie Miller, is actually my current mentor. And she's somebody that I'm working with to basically like up level my discernment with like all kinds of readings that I would do. And specifically with channeling is why we came together, because she's an amazing person that's a voice channel. Uh, So I've totally looked up to her, like watching her lead the way with that. She's been like this amazing source of information just when it comes to like, what does this mean? Or, oh my gosh, like that has totally happened to me. And like, I think that confirmation is like one of the big things that might come out of it for other people. Like, especially when we touch on like those everyday types of channeling states that we naturally go into. I think that as soon as we have the recognition of how we're actually doing something that's too like spiritual as fuck and amazing when we just think that it's just like normal. I think that's pretty cool. You can tell I get excited because I feel like I usually pause a little bit more to like you go on girl. <laughs> fuck. It's your birthday. This is your excitement. I do feel like we're like on an episode of modern family though. Like when this is cat couch <laughs> interview scenario, but what I like about Krista is she's funny as fuck to those yes. times. Uh, yeah. I run into her. She's, <laughs> That's what I love about her too. She seems very approachable mm-hmm. and you can have like an everyday conversation with her with some of those people. It's like, we slowly back out of conversation. Krista, <laughs> <laughs> she's very approachable. So I'm excited to hear you two unload. Oh God, that sounded wrong. <laughs> okay. Bring everyone into it. Okay. Well, tonight. I didn't mean to. That early. was accidental. <laughs> We're going to pull her in shortly. Okay. Um, I think we usually bring our guest in about 15 minutes yeah. in, but like, I'm sure if we brought you in a little bit early, Krista, you'd be fine with that, right? You can give us a thumbs up backstage. Why is she flipping this yeah. off? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is not. Uh, what we would love to see, I'm going to look at the comments right here. We have like our camera up here and our comments here. So if it looks like I'm looking down. So we see Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Lisa. Solange is helping us. Hi, Maritza. So what we want you to do as well so that this can be like interactive and like you're learning, we're growing together, we're experiencing this together. If you do have comments or curiosities like about channeling, we are going to go into your questions at some point. And as we pull things out that feel compelling or your own experiences, like we're going to start tuning in and just seeing what... um, 
what else do you guys have? Oh, look, Krista's already getting a shout out. Lisa's saying that Krista's amazing. Completely <laughs> agree. But yes, just how I demonstrated right now, we can pull you into the conversation with us. Just like you're here snuggling with us in Sedona, experiencing the vibes. I don't know what you're doing. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we feel all cozy on the couch. Like, you know. There's like a little fire. It's not on, but there's a little fireplace right here. Just <laughs> it's on. not on, but it's cozy. there. <laughs> <laughs> but what I, because I really kind of want to just participate in watching you guys really talk about this because I, I want to absorb it. But like you and I were talking about when we were getting ready for this, that understanding of everyday channeling and that the bigger part of us is with source. And mm. that's what I'm really intrigued about is yes. tapping into the larger part of you that is with source energy that is all knowing that is eternal, that is there with source. And that's what, that's where I'm really interested, understanding how to really get in that meditation stage and really channel your, yourself, your higher power, your, your innermost being. That's what I'm really excited. About. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were talking about like other things that we were leaning into with this conversation and I really want people to know that they are not like separate from the spiritual gifts. And I think that that's what I noticed with me, and channeling, or even before I was like doing readings, I did the same thing with that shit where I was like, oh, I really want to be able to, or like, I need to get to this level and then I'll be able to do it rather than just like diving in and, and knowing that this is like, um, at least we'll talk about it with Krista. <laughs> She's going to give us some good ground rules of like what you want to tune into and how do you set intentions around connecting with yourself specifically. So I think I felt that energy from Krista. Maybe I was pulling that in, but I'm like, let me not get too carried away, (laughs) but like not keeping yourself separate from the spiritual gifts that you're developing or that you're tuning to. I know we have a lot of healers and light workers and people that do have gifts, like where they have one thing and they're developing the next. And so, um, that's a big one. And also like, I think the surrender, the letting go of control has been a big lesson because Krista has me like meditating in the dark with blindfolds on to like kind of a sensory deprivation, which I didn't even tell her like the anxious as fuck moment that I had like (laughs) doing that the other day, but I'm leaning in, but like she was telling me how important it was to like release that control. And I think that there's a lot of moments like when we're speaking and you get into those Mm. natural states of like flow where things are just coming out beautifully and you're not thinking about it. I think it's directly related to that, like releasing of control and just letting it happen. And (laughs) That's certainly been a journey for you. it? (laughs) It still is. Yes. Yeah. But the releasing of control from like a recovery aspect, we call that being in God consciousness. And I know there's a lot of like feels around the God word, but that's when you're really speaking, you're speaking from the heart and you're just tapped into innermost self and you're telling your truth is always considered God consciousness. And I honestly don't mm. remember things that I say when I'm in God consciousness. It's like, I, I miss like patches of my own <laughs> time here on <laughs> earth. Cause it's just, you're speaking from that higher self. And it's an amazing feeling, though. So I'm so excited to watch you go on this next branch of your journey. It'd be nicer <laughs> if you accepted your gifts a little bit quicker. Because I swear <laughs> it's like... Why is every, that? Huh? 
Because, bitch, like, with the tarot cards, it was, like, a step to get you to, like, accept that. And now with channeling, it was a step to get you there. Like, you're a powerful motherfucker. Like. I get to open at my own fucking rate. Like, a flower. Like, unfolding. <laughs> ain't no fucking flower. Stepping into it. <laughs> Just kidding. In my own time. But- like, it, it, like, literally, like, there's been multiple coaching sessions. And, like, I even in therapy, when I was in therapy over the summer, like, Yes, I did bring up channeling to my therapist. I feel like you really have to like go out of your way to find the right therapist when you have gifts and you want to <laughs> talk about them openly. Um, and I think that there was so many tears. There were so many emotions to be released. And it was like, there's a lot of past life shit that comes up as we step into any gift. And that one was very loaded for me. And I feel like that I needed to do that work mm-hmm. and then right at the right time committing to Krista who I want to pull in. Yeah. Well, I want to edit. Okay, wanna, fine. I, What's your edit? You're allowed to open like the beautiful flower <laughs> you are, but I just want to make sure that you don't let like the pressures or other people make you feel weird or like you can't be everything that you are. So that's my hope for you. Oh, I think I, I'm leaning into that. Okay. You know, I think that's all the shadow work of like, yeah. like, the getting off on like, oh. oh, I might be rejected by people. And like, that's why I love Carolyn Elliott. It's like, oh, the rejection is going to feel so pleasurable. I'm like really doing the so fucking shadow work. You're enjoying to touching those it. corners then. I guess so. All right then. Yeah. You're digging it. Shit. Isn't that how we're doing this stuff? <laughs> okay. If you guys want to do it like us as well. <laughs> Sorry. Never. I'm and sorry. I'm the bad one. Well, I'm the one that brings. I think it. we egg it on. Okay. We egg it Let's on, and it ends Krista. up okay. I know. Sorry, we always have to bring in our guests to kind of like fucking focus up. ourselves. <laughs> Otherwise, we just go everywhere. Okay, we're gonna pull you in, Krista. Hi. Hi. How are you? I am awesome. How are you guys? We're having fun. We get very carried away. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like an adventure over here. So thank you for bringing us in, just to kind of like. And get us on topic. (laughs) Quiet, quiet coyote. 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 (laughs) So can you introduce yourself for starters? Because I know you and I feel like so many people here know about you. But for the people that don't, tell people just a little bit about you and your gifts and what you do and why we invited you for channeling specifically. Well. My name's Krista Marie Miller. I am an intuitive medium and voice channeler. Um, I have seen spirit my whole life. Um, I don't know a life without spirit in it. So uh, it's always been a part of my life. And then at the age of seven, I had a very uh, eye-opening experience um, where spirit started. Not only was I seeing them, but they started interacting with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, at age seven, my main spirit guide, um, Eloise, came to me. And told me what I was seeing, what I was feeling, what I was witnessing um, was a gift from God. And it was nothing to be ashamed of. It was nothing to uh, be afraid of. That was like the number one thing. He like squashed my fear right away. Mm. And uh, I was very grateful for that because shortly after that, um, higher ascended masters started coming to me, which I didn't know they were master teachers. So Yeshua came to me, which a lot of people know as Jesus. And then Mary Magdalene. And then, um, funny story, Lord Shiva came to me and I was terrified because of all the arms. But then, so from 
And that was like the one time because I was fearful. And Eloise came and was like, don't be afraid. And then Krishna came forward. And for some reason, I was okay with a big blue man with this whole galaxy swirling inside of him. Channel Aladdin theme. So (laughs) you've been conditioned with that. Yeah. (laughs) So um, that's kind of been my core team um, that I've really gone with and been taught from. Um, I have not read many spiritual books. I just get most of my information from spirit and um, I'm super blessed. And the more that I have stepped into doing this work professionally, um, I do mainly focus on Magdalene. Mm-hmm. But as yeah. she's been telling me the past about a year now, that it's more of a collective divine feminine Christ consciousness that I am channeling and not Magdalene directly. Though Magdalene is my voice box, my speaking box for, for who I use, it's more of a collective. Oh so. my gosh. I feel like we do need to go live separately in my group to speak specifically about business and like have the divine feminine, like speak to women and healers and like, but we'll, like, that's just me sort of selfishly being excited about all the happiness yeah. that you bring. Um, but the channeling, the voice channeling, I feel like, like, I don't know if it's just me noticing it, but it feels like that has been like your primary thing that you've stepped into in bigger and bigger ways, mm-hmm. more public ways as well. And so would you, would you say that the voice channeling is like um, a primary thing that you focus on, but that you're here to give, I guess the most. Yeah. For sure. Um, it all started, you know, when, again, when I was younger, my passion was acting. I loved to act. And uh, recently, like, I, I've been doing a lot of soul searching, a lot of self work. And they taught me that, you know, when you're acting, you're voice channeling, you're channeling that character. And so that's when I was like, when was I most happy? I'm like, well, I was, you know, and I was a theater major, and then I switched over to film. And that's when I was like, at my core. Like I loved acting. I love being on stage. And it was because I was using my gift of voice channeling. Mm. Um, and I, uh, I enjoy voice channeling because, um, like James said, uh, I don't remember a thing that I say. And it's so fascinating to me because I am a, I'm a huge science nerd. I'm a geek. Like I need scientific proof. (laughs) And I, um, usually I have my, uh, manager with me, Karen Spear, uh, but, uh, she, she, like the stuff she says that I say during channeling is like, I said that I don't even know about that. And so <laughs> like definition, I'm like, okay, this is not coming from me. Cause there's no possible way I can know about any of this stuff that they're talking about. Mm. So, um, I, I needed that proof that, uh, I was channeling a source higher than myself. And, uh, but it took many, 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 many years of development and growth and really getting to know my body, my, my spiritual cues and my spiritual team. I, I feel that's when with one-on-one training, I really get you to know your spiritual team because you need to know who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. And then once, and then they're kind of your filters of bringing other people in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I know that that's one of the big things that you're like, and why I was drawn to working with you is I was like, I need Krista to like, give me the structures to be like, what do I need to do to develop develop it? Because it's not like you're stepping into some other gift where um, they taught you in school or you had like a degree, which funny enough, like, I always forget about that, that I was a theater major (laughs) in college as well. Go figure. (laughs) But 
there's not a ton of steps for it that are easy to find without a guide and a teacher. And I think I also like delicately wanted to step into this space because while I don't think we ever want to come from fear when we're teaching people things, I think especially when I was pregnant, I was ultra, ultra protective of my body. And I, I think I had that knowing or that intuition of like, hmm, like I'm protecting this like amazing little princess baby inside my belly. And I don't, I want to make sure that I'm not doing something that I don't know or inviting something in that might, um, that I might not be aware of how to work with. And so I do feel like I'm stepping with like a different reverence into channeling than I did with like doing readings for other people. Like, what are your thoughts on that? It is definitely a state of honor and reverence of who you are connecting with and um, knowing that your safeguards are up. If you are, if you have faith and you are, you know, you have protection, you are going to be protected. Um, especially like, you know, for handwriting and things like that. But it comes to a yeah. little bit different avenue when you start voice channeling and allowing them to use your vocal cords. Um, that's, I think that's the energy meld that you really have to be, it's a sacred bond. And part of my mentoring is learning how to work with your energy, being okay with, and, and like you said, surrendering. It's a huge mm-hmm. surrender. I had an amazing opportunity. One of my friends got uh, hooked me up to one of those brain scan machines while I was channeling. Mm-hmm. And it was so awesome to watch was when I was channeling was my critical brain literally turns off. Mm-hmm. And so it is losing all control. So my critical brain turns off and then I drop into theta. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's what happens. And that's obviously why I don't remember a thing that's said when I am channeling. I am working on uh, channeling with my eyes open. <laughs> That's my next really step of, because I used to like literally like, boom, I was out. And so now, because I do want to very soon be up on stage walking around, you know, channeling. And so that's what I am working on now is being more aware, um, the physical body being aware. And it's also working with the energy because Magdalene's also learning to use my body while I'm awake too. And it's super cool. Um, I'm so used to my manager, Karen, being here. I keep like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, like when I'm channeling Magdalene, she says my eye, co- my eye color changes. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. That's what I need from you or clarification because he got me watching surviving death on Netflix, which I'm partway through. And I was curious because they were like, yeah, portrays mediumship and different things. And so of course, which is interesting because you're the first person I actually learned about like spiritual mediumship or physical mediumship and the spiritualist practices. And um, like I, I was kind of like pulled in because they're doing it. But like when she lets spirit channel through her, like I think it's always been challenging of like being like, oh, God, is that going to happen? Am I going to be talking in a weird voice like out of the side of my mouth? You know, If you guys haven't seen it, like she'll channel this little boy from her spirit team. And then he's like, hello, it's Darren. And how are you? And I'm like, am I going to be like, I'm like, when you told me in a reading one time that I'm actually a, a trance channel and like I see this woman going into trance, I was like, Okay, spirit. Like, can we set boundaries of like ground rules here, guys? <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, I gotta ask Krista about this. So I was like, what is so, what is trans channeling? So here? what is your experience with that, Krista? Well, I am a trans channel. I do go out, and that's when Magdalene comes through. Um, uh, the first 
they want me to, why do they want me to censor this? This is interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh my goodness. So a couple cue signs when they want you to channel. I have no idea. So, uh, but I will go into my first trans channel, but like my, my tongue will get tied up like it is right now. Oh. <laughs> my tongue like, it almost feels like my tongue is like fat in my mouth where I can't get the words out. And that's because it's almost like a pressure of them wanting to come through. Um, or another cue is my nose will start itching like crazy. That's another cue that like, they're like, Hey, Hey, it's our turn. It's our turn. And it almost feels like a feather going underneath my nose. Um, but the very first time I trans channeled, um, I, I, I studied a lot of spiritualism and spiritualist from back in the thirties with the table tipping and the red light and the cone and ectoplasm. Like mm-hmm. I, I, that's another thing, like I'll completely geek out about. Cause it's, it's so fascinating. That's the physical mediumship part. That's the part too, that like you really confirmed things with me of like, I'm like, that's why my nose is itching. Like I'm doing these readings and I'm like, I feel like I keep having to go like this. And I'm like, why does it happen? As well as, um, I really hope that ectoplasm never like happens to me on the level that I see it in those photos. But like my, I literally felt like, can't even believe I'm sharing this. Like, like my nose wanted to start dripping a little bit with like thin stuff when I was <laughs> doing readings. Yeah, that's, that, that's the ectoplasm. Yeah. That's the other day. And I was like, gross. <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't thick. It wasn't like spewing out, but like, I don't know for whatever reason, it's only in like recent months, like this year that that started occurring more and more. And so I don't know, that's one of those weird things that it's hard to talk about. But um, do you want us to create space for you to, to, to channel? Because I think Magdalene wanted to come in or the divine feminine consciousness. Like, what do you want to do? Well, should I, should I share my first experience of trans? Yeah, yeah, please. Okay. So, um, it's called, it's red light channeling. So, uh, you sit down, the room is completely dark and you have this bright red light on you. Okay. And this was a spiritualist technique of, um, everybody would sit in a parlor and they would put, you know, a red sheet or handkerchief or something over the light. And it was red and it puts you into an automatic trance state. Um, and so, uh, I was at a mediumship retreat and, uh, we were all doing a whole bunch of different spiritual activities and everybody went up. This was an advanced mediumship uh, retreat and everybody sat in the chair and it's so cool. It's, it's so freaking cool because you can see spirit overlay wow. over there. So like um, you can see their facial features change wow. and uh, it's quite intense because everybody has to hold space for it and you watch. Well, I was the last person that got up there and I sat down and I, boom, I was out like that. And I started talking, nobody else talked, but I started just because I went into it and I turned into an, um, an African woman and I had long braids and I sat there and I channeled for 30 minutes. Now, the first time you voice channel or in your trance, uh, you should only do it for maybe three, four minutes at a time, but they allowed me to go for 30 minutes because nobody knew how to bring me out. Mm. And I, uh, and so finally they, they're like, we need to, like, they, they kept saying Krista, Krista. And I wasn't coming back. I was just kept talking and talking and talking. And, um, they finally came and touched me on my shoulder. And that's a huge, no, no, you do not touch somebody when they are channeling when they're trans channel, because what happens, I came slamming that back down into the body really, really hard. And, uh, I came and like the spirit came out and I came in and I, 
uh, had to run to the bathroom and threw up this whole glob of white ectoplasm. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever done in my pocket and it broke in half. Wow. Intense. And oh my goodness, they were, they were apologizing left and right. And it was, it was not a fun experience, but I learned so much of what to do. And then that's finally when I started asking my team, I'm like, okay, what foundation skills do I have to do? How, cause they want me, they're like, your body's not prepared for this. Mm. So good. And I just learned this recently. Um, I think I told you in our last session, but uh, electrolyte, electrolyte water. Oh, I got it. Yes. Where the ectoplasm doesn't congratulate as much. Oh. So it's not like ooey gooey sticky. <laughs> Fun stuff. Yeah, I feel like we're really pulling back the curtain. I don't know about this. (laughs) I know. There's times where I'm like, sometimes it's one thing to do it. And it's another thing to talk about the process that happens to you. It's kind of like how people might talk about pooping. I feel like it's kind of like the behind the scenes of this stuff. Behind the scenes of pooping. So Krista, can I ask you, uh, you mentioned earlier that you, your, your, your guide really let you know that this was a gift from God. Mm-hmm. And do you, can you care to elaborate on that? Cause we just have so many different people that listen to the podcast. You know, a lot of people say like it's evil or it's like devil worship or it's you're, you're messing with dark arts. I of course don't believe that. What's your take on when people come at you with that kind of energy though? Um, like I said, I, Yeshua came to me right away and kind of confirmed what my spirit guide Eloise said and showed me all my past lives where I've, I've been, I mean, I was an Oracle at Delphi for 13 times in 13 lifetimes. I was um, a Gnostic priestess. Like I've been doing this so many lifetimes and he showed me all these images of this. You have been on this path. You have been on this path many, many times. Um, And I've had many experiences with the churches. Um, When I was 10 years old, I was uh, channeling or speaking in tongues, as they call it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a Baptist church when I was 10. And uh, when I started doing um, a mediumship, uh, the the pastor's husband, uh, pa- the pastor's wife's uh, father came, and we had just passed. And I was sitting in the front row because I was going to go and speak in tongues that day. And this gentleman in spirit came up to me, and it was the first time like a crossover loved one came to me, and he was telling me all about his life and how he wanted to talk to his daughter. And so I turned to the pastor's wife and was saying there's a gentleman here. He's doing this. He's doing that. And so I gave all this information and she turned pale white as a ghost, pale white as a ghost. And they said, please, you know, after service today, please come into the back. And I said, okay, well, the people that I came with allowed me to stay there by myself, which was another, we won't go into that. Um, actually took me into the back and, uh, put me in a chair and performed a full on exorcism on me. Whoa. Wow. I was speaking to the devil. And I remember Yeshua in the corner. I still get emotional. He was just crying so hard and apologizing and apologizing, apologizing. Like, I'm sorry, my daughter. I'm sorry, my daughter. And I kept looking at them because I was so confused. And I'm like, was I wrong? And they're like, no, you were right. That's why this is from the devil. And I couldn't. Here was Yeshua who they're praying to saying, I'm sorry, you're in the right. You did nothing wrong. And then I have these humans saying, you're wrong. You're wrong. The devil's inside you. We need to cast it out. And Wow. That was the last time I went into an organized church type of setting. And um, that's what kind of really woke me up with the difference between 
um, the dogma religion and what I do. So I, I know for a fact that it's not evil because it's, it, it's truly part of who I am and who I have been many, 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 many lifetimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's, it's a huge, huge revelation to me of just, um, and I, I didn't, I kept trying to ask them while they were, you know, dousing me with holy water and everything. And I'm like, what's the difference of me speaking in tongues and then me speaking to your dad who's in spirit? I, I, I can never, I still can't apple and I can't put my hand, head, head around that. I don't know. I don't know what the difference is. Yeah. Th- thank you for sharing that experience with us. I mean, the hypocrisy behind it is you know, we're talking about it on the way up here, the hypocrisy about religion, a lot of things, but I've personally believed the closer you are to spirit, you know, the better, you know, and that's amazing. Yeah. You have that gift. Are you in any kind of place or any kind of mode to maybe channel for us today? Yeah, no, I've been preparing all day. <laughs> so you just let us know what you need from us to like best hold space for you. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what? my coach thing. And like, what do you need? Chris? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Magdalene wants to know how long because it's really cool. I have to share this. This is like my coolest thing. So when I'm out, like I'll go out and I'll like, I'll walk around the yard or uh, sometimes I'll even hop to the beach or I'll go up in the mountains. And when the, she's ready for me to come back, it's like a bat signal that comes up and that's the <laughs> to come back into the body. So uh, signal? <laughs> spirit signal. <laughs> it's well, 33 after like right now, which is always one of my num my, numbers 33 um but i'd say like i don't know like five minutes or Four, less. five minutes something like five that minutes. you could magdalene thank you okay. <laughs> all, right. all right she's like okay we can do this <laughs> all right um yeah you don't have to do anything um like i said i've been doing this for a while so i can come back on my own now um and she knows what to do and um yeah let's see what happens so here we go all right Greetings, greetings, my dearest ones. Thank you for allowing me to come through today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For I am here. I am here today to tell you that you are creator beings. You are creator beings in your own right. You are expanding the definition of what creativity is. You are expanding the definition of what creativity is here, here and now. You must think of creativity. Most of you think of creativity as painting, you know, writing. No, you are creating every, every single day. And you must understand that the creativity that is inside of you is precious. It is what is needed, especially in this time of the world right now. This is what is needed. This is what is needed in order for you to create and to create the life that you dream of. For you are all, just by existing, you are shown the power of your creativity, but it is not what comes from the body is what is come from your spirit. For when you are, as the topic of today is the channeling, you are a pure channel and that is your creativity. You allowing spirit to come through you, whether it is through writing, whether it is through painting, or even just the simple act of doing the dishes. Yes, doing the dishes can even be creative. You can make it fun. You can make it creative. You can, you know, oh, let's 
twist it up for a day instead of doing, you know, the plates at once. Let's do the spoons at once. That is creativity. That is what's the spice of life. That is what everybody thinks of like when they're like, where's my sole purpose? It's being creative. It's being creative and doing things differently every single day. Do not get into the humdrum of every single day of a repetition, repetition, repetition. No, screw it. Do those spoons first. Do the cups first when you're doing the dishes. Spin it up, spin it up. For that is what is so beautiful, so beautiful about the life, the house you live in has come to you through the decisions and actions that you have participated in creating the way you put your chairs, the way you put your couch. And it's also ideal to change up the creative platform that you are sitting in every single day. Not every single day, but at least once every three months, change your furniture around. For when you change your physical surroundings, it is changing the energy of the room. It is changing the energy of that you surround you. For it, the energy flows. And just the simple act of placing things in different orders changes the energy. There is a law of entropy that Krista speaks about often that change is necessary. Change is necessary in order to bring about any type of exclamation of life, any type of expression, any type of understanding about life is through creativity. You are all creative. You are creators. You are all creators. And I just wanted to come through today and tell you all of this beautiful, beautiful message that you are creator gods and you are creating with every single breath you are breathing in and out. That is creations. And blessings, my dear loved ones, I'll leave you with that. Thank you so much. I I always come back and I'm like, I don't even know if I said anything. (laughs) Like, was I talking? (laughs) I love the creativity and the creator message. And um, I think like the circulating of the energy is like a thing that I get a lot. Like, and I think that that's why we were talking about even coming to Sedona and like being here on a trip in a different place. Like, she was essentially talking about creativity of like doing things and experiencing things differently each day. And so I feel like that circulation of life force energy and how we interact with it is like, it, that's a lot of the magic. And so like time of life, right where we are right now, where we are, you know, basically it is like groundhog day, the same thing over and over and over again. Right. Yeah, do do things differently. I my my spirit guide Eloise, he's a smart ass, and I'm like, how am I going to change things up today? He's like, put your left leg in your pants first instead of your right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Find different ways of doing things and keeping things fresh and keeping things alive. And uh, I I just love that. Like even when I go on my nature hikes, because I I try to hike at least three four times a week um, to get myself grounded and centered. I'll take different paths and find different plants and sit there and really, you know, soak up the nature. It is, it's, it's, we need it. We need it in our life. And I feel like that's how we open up the quantum because like possibility exists when we don't know what's going to happen in the next moment. And so I feel like if anyone's like wanting to experience like quantum healing or playing in the quantum or whatever, like the, crazy like latest hashtags are in our healing community it's like I think that's like at a basic everyday level like really what you're doing mm-hmm. for sure what do you want to talk well about? I just want to ask a little bit more about your experience since you have this beautiful gift like you know a how does it feel like you said you walk around how does it feel to be in that space and what's the longest that you've 
been out as you've been channeling someone? Uh, so I just recently did. Uh, Karen and I are working on uh, a big, big, big project that will be revealed soon. And I channeled for three hours. Whoa. Wow. What was but that I, like for you? Out of out of body, or so, so to speak. And I... That's what really started, like, because um, I have a health guide. His name's Xander. And I'm like, okay, I this is the next level that's coming in. How can I better prepare my body for holding this longer? And um, so, yeah, three three hours has been my max. But the uh, two days after that, I was, I was, I was drained. I was so tired. I could barely form a thought. Um, I was really depleted. And, um, but I was grateful for that because my, like I said, my health guide Xander showed me how to replenish. And he's like, and this is how you better prepare the body for what you're doing. And so it was like, oh, thank goodness for that. So it's, I don't know what the next three hour, hopefully what won't be, I won't be as drained. And what do I experience on day-to-day life? Um, I, uh, cause I, I see when I am tapped in, I see altered dimensions, different timelines. And so I see things overlaid on top of each other. Um, and so if I'm walking around and I, I, I kind of have fun with it cause I just, I open up and allow and so it's really cool when I'm on my nature walks, I can see, you know, people who have walked in those paths before I can see, um, you know, different types of animals going by and it's, it, it's all kind of like hologram ish kind of for me. And, um, I, I'm blessed, uh, to allow certain people into my inner circle that really kind of put me into, uh, I kind of describe myself like when I don't have my, my energy, it's kind of like this Tetris with, it's all kind of jumbled. And then I'm, I'm blessed to have a couple people in my life that kind of brings all the Tetris pieces back into place and puts me nice in a nice little pillar and gets me uh, situated again. And, and my spirit team really helps me with that too. I want to talk a little bit about like the everyday channeling and like how you view that and maybe how people might experience more of that. And then I also want to just like, think after that go to like any questions that people are chiming in with so this is your time right now if you haven't asked a question to ask one and interact with us that's Mm -hmm. your action but um would you tell us like kind of like how it's depicted in soul right of like kind of popping out and being in that space like between worlds like what is your view on the everyday channeling and how we might invite that in more well uh if you really want to start looking into channeling, um, I, it's flow state. It's all about flow and getting into flow. Flow state is really where you are a pure channel. So, and everybody gets into flow state. Flow state is when um, you are at your computer and you are writing or you're creating and two, three hours pass and you have no idea where that time go. That's channeling. That's everyday channeling. Uh, my spiritual team says you should do that at least once a day, get into a flow state And uh, another program we're working on is teaching people how to get into that natural flow state every single day, Mm -hmm. Uh, allowing like it tell it when you are in that flow state, it just kind of rejuvenates your whole energetic body and all there's 12 energetic bodies that we work with and they all light up when that we're in that flow state and that conscious channel just opens up even wider and all the information flows through. And I love watching people get into that flow state and it's, uh, it, it's it's a beautiful part of the divine because you are connected to that divine. When you're I saw a program that we like collaborate on and I feel like they're sort of connecting dots of something that we create and show up with together, blending different things. So I'm just putting it out there. That's, 
I'm just pulling it through what they're showing me. <laughs> Hopefully you've been excited about that. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, like, sorry, I, I had to blurt that, but there are some questions, but what else were you sharing? I had to just, uh, got to yeah. say it. <laughs> so finding what gets you into flow state, finding out what you're passionate about. I mean, that's another huge part of channeling is your passion. You should live every single freaking life with pa- every day with passion. And that's another like, uh, oh, man. And sitting in your power is which I another thing I teach you when working one on one with people mm-hmm. um, in your power and allowing you and expressing that passion. What brings you passion? What lights you up? And then do it. Do it daily. Do it daily. And that that's what allows you to uh, get more and more into channeling. Um, and it's it's a little bit getting into flow state is going to be a little bit different for every single person. Um, but find out, like, just remember back to those times where it was like, oh, my goodness, I sat there and I read that book for three hours and I looked up and it was like, I thought I was only here for five minutes. What did you do beforehand to get you into that state? And really start diving into your own personal development of finding out what puts you there. Love that. Absolutely. Yep. 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 Jiggles. <laughs> so. so I know, let's see. Samantha says she has a question. Hi, Samantha. She says, does, um, I feel like I have to get close to the computer without oh, read it. One like an old lady. Yeah, can you read it? <laughs> I don't know you guys. <laughs> Does, ha- uh, does having a little ringing in the ear like a radio station, fine-tuning a direct signal for connection from spirit? Usually I get a heaviness in chest and shallow breathing, but often have this ring come in. Perks my attention. Absolutely. Well, it has um, that doesn't have to do anything with channeling, but the ringing in your ear is your body because it's not in tune yet. It's trying to get into the frequency of spirit. So spirit speaks to you in frequency. And so the ringing, it is much like a radio station. It's like a ringing in your ear and um, pay attention to which ringing it is in the ear because that has different meanings. Um, And uh, so, yeah, it's frequency. So it is spirit coming in and trying to talk with you. That's also a sign that you're clairaudient, which means clear hearing. And then the heaviness in the chest and the shell. Yeah, so when I am channeling, um, I have been, um, I, it looks like I'm not breathing. I, I like almost stop breathing. And when I go into deep meditation, um, yeah, I'm, I very, very shallow breathing. Um, that is the body relaxing and, um, surrender. Shallow breathing is, is a form of surrender. Um, so, uh, it is good. Okay. My health guide Xander is like, but they need to breathe. Breathing's important. <laughs> I'm like, I know Xander. Uh, So breathing, breathing techniques. uh, As you could tell, like before I go into channeling, I really bring up my breath. Um, So shallow breathing um, should not be be done consciously. Xander wants me to tell you that you should not shallow breathe consciously because you want to have that oxygen. um, Your cells need that oxygen. So um, shallow breathing often. Yeah. So the heaviness and the heaviness in the chest could mean a whole bunch of different things. But yeah, sometimes when they want to channel it, it there is different pressure because it will come in in different ways. So Samantha was saying like it's often the left ear, but it's going to be from your own spirit team of learning what the right ear versus the left ear would mean, right. my understanding. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So my left ear ringing for me means one of my spirit guides. My right ear ing- ringing usually means my angels. Ooh. So I'll read this one for you, Krista, because I have great eyes oh, at 39. Good for you. <laughs> it says, I'm just curious if it's easier to channel at any certain times of your womanly cycle, like mm-hmm. ovulation 
perhaps LOL. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that's another part that um, I do on my one-on-one training is um, knowing your cycle. And men have that cycle too. It's connected to the moon cycle. There is especially um, Magdalene's huge on sacred sexuality and sex magic and knowing what when you are in, um, it's part of your flow state too. So paying attention to the, your moon cycle um, is is huge of when you're developing. So you know, okay, these are my key times to know and start developing my channeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, because you're able to tap in easier in certain times of your cycle, but again, it's unique for each individual. You really have to watch it, but yeah, moon cycles is completely rele- relevant. And if you really want to get into it, the planet cycles too, but we won't. That's <laughs> <laughs> a whole other podcast. <laughs> um, let's see from Melissa. I'm going to scan and see if there's any other ones that seem, um, but yeah, Alyssa. So it says, do you have any tips on how to align with them uh, that more? I have ringing in my right ear almost daily. Okay. Um, I was, my goodness, Eloise. I was like, book a session with me. <laughs> <laughs> Plug um, it in there, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I'm training. Um, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Okay. So. Um, when you have the ringing and you notice, okay, that ringing in my right ear, just stop, pay attention to what you're doing. What are you doing? What are, what are you thinking about? Cause that's them trying to say, Hey, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. So they're trying to communicate to you to pay attention. So just sit there and to align, um, I, I would have to talk with you more on one-on-one individually. Cause I'd have to know what your eating habits are, what, how much water intake, what, what you're doing to calibrate your body because your body really has to be calibrated in order to allow spirit to come in. Um, And that's why the ringing it's coming in because spirit's trying to talk, but your frequency and your body and your energetic bodies are not lining up. So a great analogy I use is when, um, when we are communicating with spirit, we have to raise our energy up and they actually have to lower theirs. And so it's meeting in the middle. That's why they call it medium ship Uh middle. Uh, so uh, it's basically your body saying, hey, I'm picking up on something, but we're not in quite alignment with it. Um, so um, learning how you can get more aligned with your energetic bodies. Um, if, if it's helpful, I think I was like remembering sort of how it started for me, because I think I like um, would also hear that ear ringing. And it, it would usually be like late at night. The kids had gone to bed. I was sitting by myself in a room and the ear, it would sort of be calling to me. And, um, I think that's when I, when I first was starting to experiment with the voice channeling lightly, and then just also written channeling, um, and experimenting with, is it different if I type, is it different if I like write it out? Like, I think that, um, that was like the thing that, like you're saying, got my attention. And then I think I was just like, I mean, I, maybe I'm not the best example of doing it Right. Or I guess I suppose I had my my touches of training between Lucinda and uh, other spiritual teachers, but I would just like start to do it and try it and I would see what would happen. And so I guess that's sort of like the very big first things I noticed that that's helpful to anybody of how it's how it's developing. Not that it's like way past that. I'm such like a I feel like I'm in kindergarten of channeling school right now, but still it's like that's the basics. I guess that was my preschool. Get a pen and start writing it out. Like when you hear that ringing, 
if, if you don't get automatic answers, that's another thing. Stop second guessing yourself. Hmm. Stop second guessing it. So you get that here and you're like, okay, Krista told me to stop. And then you think the grocery list and you're like, what does the grocery list have anything to do with it? It's like, okay, grocery list. Maybe you're meant to go to the store at a certain time and spirit's trying to get you there at a certain time. Oh. It, it's not, you're not going to have these huge downloads. It's sometimes it's just mundane everyday things of like, Hey, you know, you're doing awesome. So if you're sitting there like, okay, what do you have to say? And it's like, I love you. I love you. I love you. And that's the first thing that pops into your head. And you're like, okay, take that for what it is. Take the first thing that pops into your head and take it, take it. Don't second guess it. Mm. If you still, if you, if it's just blank, then try writing, try typing, try talking. Um, there's, I went talking is a little, if your energy is a little off, it'll be very choppy. Um, we won't get all into that, but yeah, try, try writing, typing, um, breathing. Sometimes breathing will allow your energy to again, expand out. And then when the ringing stops, it's those thoughts in your head, that's spirit communicating with you. You're not going to hear a disembodied voice going, Hey, you know, turn right. No, it's a thought in your head. That's spirit. Mm. It's all very subtle more than I think we think it is as well. Like, and so at least for me, like, I feel like some people are like, oh, I see this. And like, it's like a movie. And like, it's very much always felt like to me, subtle energy translation. I think that's why it's so easy to second guess. Mm -hmm. And I think you're so right. Like, I mean, I guess doing the readings and the channeling, there's definitely, it's very much been like my bridge or my basic step to get into that state. But it does feel like the moment I just stopped trying to second guess it and being like, well, I don't want to do mediumship. Like, but I see this cat over here that I feel like is past and I just bring it in and I blurt it. I think that that's kind of been my biggest lesson of at least that's helped me develop in the reading side but I think I'm kind of noticing that it all kind of blends in and it might make sense that somebody might start in doing readings and then progress to channeling or am I making that up nope. uh again big part of my one-on-one training is we start with the foundations and depending on where you are in your spiritual journey I might move you past some things uh, or we might go on a different routes individualized for each and every person but you start with intuition Intuition is trusting it. And then you try, start and then you go to psychic development. Then you do go to mediumship because speaking with crossed over loved ones is at a good frequency that you can be at. And then we move into channeling, which is higher frequencies. So mediumship development is key. It's very key to do that because it is a very easy, accessible energy to get to. Um, Magdalene wants me to talk about energetic bodies. I'm like, we don't have time. (laughs) (laughs) Bodies. And once you get past the first four, it's almost like this invisible layer. When you get into the fifth energetic body is where you really start communicating with those crossed over loved ones and then moving up from there and going up and higher and higher and higher frequencies. I remember when we, when I did one of your first classes, like the protection focus, Mm -hmm. like, and you're, you're like asking us, like, do we have any like concern about like crossover loved ones or anything? And I was like, I was like, I don't really want to talk to the crossover loved ones. I just want to channel the aliens. <laughs> I'll pardon it. I mean, the multidimensional being. Aliens is a bad term. Derogatory. <laughs> What was that? I said alien is derogatory term. Oh, I know. Oh, I told I'm you. So I know. So I keep just... telling him this. 
she's drunk on power. Not like that term. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember you were like, okay, like, because I think I, I think I, I don't know, for whatever reason, that's just what called to me. And you were like, I usually don't hear that, but that's great. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> So you through mediumship. <laughs> we um, could talk to you all day and I feel like we've talked to you longer than we planned. And I know you have another engagement today and I know there's other questions coming through, but people, I want to direct them towards you um, and where to find you and to watch what you're doing. So we will drop your links, but do you want to tell people out loud some places that they can find you? Krista Marie Miller on across all platforms. That's about it. Uh, Krista Marie Miller.com. Krista Marie Miller. Huh? Krista with a C. R I S T A. Yes. For those listening. No H C R. Um, and on Instagram, Facebook, and that's my website as well. Krista Marie Miller.com. Well, Krista, thank you so much for spending so much time for us. You are amazing. I've learned so much just from sitting here this last 45 minutes with you. So thank you. She's going to be back also in a March, I think it is, because we're talking about um, basically the Bible, like, and all the sex and the magic missing and missing women <laughs> from the Bible. Right. I can't wait. Thank Yay. you so much, darling. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. See, so feeling all, all lit up about it? Huh? Can you see yeah. that I got yeah. so excited? I kept cutting her off because I was just like, wait, <laughs> I see this. <laughs> a little kid at the candy store, aren't you? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. But what do you want to talk about before we leave? Like, thank you guys for sharing this moment with us in Sedona where we're yeah. like, I think our desire when we can like see each other in person more often that is that we can do it in person and actually have like a studio space one day where we just like can invite in our guests and like serve them cacao and like <laughs> be cozy with them. <laughs> uh, if anyone, well, I was going to say if anyone has any tips for Arizona, but our podcast listeners will be long gone by then. But uh, yeah, what are we talking about next week? Addiction. We're talking about addiction and I feel like we're bringing like different dimensions or perspectives to the addiction journey. So how are you feeling about diving into that? I, I'm, it's something that we've been playing around with for a long time. Of course, it's close to my heart, but I think that it, us having a spiritual podcast, it does influence your spiritual experience and your spiritual connection so much that I'm glad we're finally doing it. Yeah. And I feel like um, with the guests that we're talking to, it's going to be like different angles. So whether somebody has experienced like drug and alcohol addiction, I believe we're going to be diving into like sex and love addiction and likely like even the experience of like a parent or um, if somebody that you love, like a family member, a friend, what the experience is like being the person witnessing that journey unfolding. And so I think that's like exciting to be feeling it out and seeing it from all those different unique journeys and how they relate back. And that is like one of our, I feel like coming into this, that was like one of our intentions yeah. for topics, like kind of like today with Krista, that it's like the wise, like channeling Krista and mentor. And then like the, the newbie, like kind of <laughs> stepping into channeling, like bringing these different dimensions and perspectives, to the same topic. So we are going to go enjoy Sedona mm -hmm. and my birthday celebration and we're probably going to go get some food we are going to do a cacao 
ceremony, we might feel inspired and like take some fucking selfies. And you know, <laughs> we were doing that before this started being like, oh, our lighting looks so good. Let's just, let's just pose right now. And be, yeah, got to get it. Let it get good. But- yeah. And we might, um, we're going to do ritual. We're going to do some hiking. We're going to go to a vortex tomorrow. One of the energy vortexes. And so you're going to get yes. some happy birthday love. Thank you. She can't read it because she's I know. 37 in the line. I but. know. I'm 37 tomorrow <laughs> and my eyes are not great. Maybe the cacao improves eyesight and that's like spirit leading me towards my answer. I don't know. You can help, right? Well, thank you. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.